the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Fade 5 Podcast, and we are riding high after a very profitable Thursday night football, which never really occurs on this broadcast. So hopefully we're going to carry that momentum into the main slate of games, uh, but hopefully we're going to start off on the right foot on Saturday with a little college cash. Uh, there's only one game on Friday night. I do have a pick on that. Uh, you can check it out on the spreadsheet on the X, where I'm always going to give it to you, at Noisy Huevo. So if you're really itching for some Charlotte, Florida Atlantic uh, sides, totals, SGPs, by all means, reference that resource. Uh, you're a sicko like I am if you're actually gambling on that. Uh, but we are going to hopefully make some money on the main slate of offerings on a college football Saturday. Lundy, I will actually lead it off, and I'll let you bat second. Uh, I'm going to go with Arizona State, man. I say forks up, and I think they're going to pitchfork Washington State right the derriere. Uh, I'm going to take the plus six at minus 110 at MGM. Uh, some of the books, uh, this is already starting to sway in Washington State's direction. Arizona State down to plus five and a half. Uh, I would play this down to like plus three and a half. Hell, I may even sprinkle a little bit of action on ASU on the money line. Yeah, that's right. A one-win team. Uh, but here is the key in this game. It's all about the Sun Devils defense, which has been spectacular the last three games. They've uh, merged on the wrong side of the ledger, uh, but against uh, Colorado, against Cal, against Washington, who is in the national title hunt, they lost those three games by a combined 14 points. That is it. So they played a lot of nip and tuck and unfortunately haven't gotten over the hump, but that could be a different story down in Tempe on Saturday on the late night tip. Uh, Wazoo rather uneventful here of late offensively. And the, you know, the passing is the name of their game and Arizona state is an exceptional pass defense and overall defense number 10 in the nation in EPA per play defense, Washington state. Meanwhile, struggling, stopping the opposition number 63 in EPA total defense. So in a game, I think it's come down to the waning moments ASU is going to get the potential victory, but all I need is a cover at plus six against Wazoo. Lundy, make me some college cash. What do you like on Saturday? Let's stay in the Pac-12, shall we? Let's go to uh, the SLC, Rice-Eccles Stadium. Give me Oregon and Utah. Put together an SGP for you in this one. Oh, oh, and it's so it's so beautiful at plus odds. Uh, give me Utah on the alt spread up to eleven and a half. That's Utah State, correct? No, Utah. Oh, you're Oregon. taking Utah. You're taking the Utes. I'm taking the Utes up oh. to eleven and a half. Okay, Utah up to eleven and a half. Follow along with me here, Brad. Uh, hey, man, I had too much tequila like, last night, so like, my brain's what? a little cloudy. Why? Why? Hold on a minute. Time out. Why do you think <laughs> the Ducks are playing? The oh, I thought, I thought for some reason you said Rice, but that's no. like the name of the stadium. Is that Rice, correct? Brad, Rice Eccles Stadium. Rice Eccles Stadium. Oh. I know that you know I every don't know I know you know every college basketball arena I on do. the planet. I do. Rice, 
Rice Eccles Stadium is where the Utes play, Brad. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, okay. Lesson learned. Carry okay. on, good sir. Good God. See the shirt here? Sports <laughs> and alcohol. That's Brad right now. Yeah. Um, we are going to uh, the Pac-12. Utah hosting Oregon. I am taking Utah up to plus 11 and a half, and I am taking the total down to 42 and a half and then playing the over on that one. Folks, that is essentially a five-point teaser in each direction. The standard line is Utah plus six and a half. The standard total right now is at 47 and a half. So I'm popping the spread up for Utah. I'm taking the total down and playing the over. If you put those two together, at DraftKings, you are sitting on a sexy plus 114 Woo! in this one. It's got a 3.30 Eastern time kickoff, so it is a day game. Uh, even as Oregon's schedule has started to get a little bit more difficult, their offense is still clicking. They're still putting points up. So despite the fact that they're on the road, they're not at Austin Stadium, I do believe Oregon can continue to score. Remember, both of these teams are essentially holding their own destiny right now after what Utah was able to do last week, what Oregon is doing right now. Um, so you just kind of look at what's happening. These teams have the opportunity to continue to play their way into the Pac-12 championship. So I think that's a lot of motivation for the Utes, obviously coming off of what happened last weekend. So again, Utah plus 11 and a half and over 42 and a half on both of those alt lines, plus 114 at DK. And I, I don't know, Brad, let me go look and see who Utah State's playing. Uh, I, I don't really know off the top of my head, but I got some early bonus time. Uh, I did a little bit differently on my SGP in that game. I got Utah plus 10 and a half, and I took the line up to 56 and a half on that total and hit the under and a bet MGM that's even juice at plus 100. All right. I, I'm okay with that one because we can squeeze it and we both wind up coming out okay. I just, I think the Utes are going to, I think the Utes are going to look good and I think Utah has the potential. I don't know if they're going to pull off the upset or not, but being at home, leans a lot in their favor. Yeah, number two in the country are the Utes in EPA per play defense. have been shutting teams down at Oregon, outstanding in that own right as well. So maybe not as many points as some think on the board. And I should know where Utah plays. My nephew attends the University of Utah. Shout out to Devin Stulen. And with that, let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, New Cinco here on the countdown on this Freaky Friday. Uh, Devonte Smith, I'm going to take uh, Devonte swing on the over 21 and a half yards for the longest catch against the Washington Commanders. It's a minus 110 juice right now at tape time available at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Well, why don't you just take the over on A.J. Brown longest catch? He absolutely torched the Commanders the first time they played earlier this season. Well, that number is sitting at 30. And a half. I think the real value here is with this tag team partner in that wide receiver core and the former Alabama slammer, Devontae Smith, uh, who also had a 37-yarder in week four against Washington. He's been over this uh, total in five games this season, number 11 in total air yards, though number nine in unrealized air yards. So he's been uh, somewhat out of sync with Jalen Hurts, but I think they're going to be on the same page in this game. Uh, and you look at Washington, number 27 EPA pass defense, and he's going to get a lot of Ben St. Juiced in coverage, who's given up a 13.4 yards per catch mark and 95 flat pass rate into his assignment. So very bland, mediocre, rather vanilla 
cornerback is St. Juiced. So overall, Devontae Smith, give me the over 21 and a half yards longest catch against the Washington Commanders, minus 110 at DraftKings. Lundy, better follow. Um, it's important to note that I actually rank number one in unrealized air yards. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, well, it's a 1A, 1B situation. I, right. I have the speed of a corpulent uncle. Well, and and look, I, we could be doing Nerf football, and I would still be number one in unrealized yeah. air yards. Yeah. Uh, this is all about him getting on the same page. Uh, that's really what this is. If this can manage to click, um, and look, we, we said it when we were talking about the Thursday night game, right? We were talking about Dalton Kincaid, and we said, look, eventually something's got to give. And this dude's got to be able to find the end zone. So for me, when I look at Devonta Smith, we can talk about the unrealized air yards, all those things. If he can get on the same page, dude is such a speedster that he could crush this one. So I like the idea of this is a little bit of a dice roll, but I like the idea of him getting it done, especially at home against Washington. Ah, cue the Casey and JoJo. Uh, It's a reference to Joe to see if you don't know who Devontae Swing is. But Devonta Smith has got to get it done. Yards, longest catch. Number four. Uh, Numero Quattro here on the Feed 5 Countdown. Let's work at a little plus money offering on an anytime touchdown. I say Damian Pierce penetrates the end zone. Plus 120 available there at Bed and Gym. And yeah, I'll work the shoulders and get seduced by that juice. It's all about maximizing the matchup. The Carolina Panthers are absolutely clawless in pretty much every single defensive category, especially uh, defending the run where they are dead last and rush epa defense give it up 5.30 yards per carry to the running back position and they have also allowed 13 combined touchdowns to rbs i know damian pierce uh splitting action with devin singletary he's largely been a fantasy football disappointment this year but he's still getting 66.9 percent of the opportunity share that's 16.2 rush attempts per game he is also number 13 in total red zone touches with 18 in total and of those 18 five have come at the goal line so uh in a game in which i believe houston and cj stroud loud proud to get down with stroud are going to be able to freely and easily move the chains uh you could have an opportunity or three for damien pierce to punch one in for six and give it the matchup which is absolutely glorious i believe that happens. So, Lundy, Damian Pierce, anytime touchdown against Carolina, plus 120 at MGM. Feed or follow? I will follow here because I am desperate for Pierce to do something, anything, <laughs> uh, anything remotely resembling points uh, for my fantasy team. So, uh-huh. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little skewed on this one, slightly on tilt. You know what I'm talking about? Because uh, I really need some help. And hey. It worked with Dalton Kincaid last night. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, I, I, I told you, I, I, I've had some shares in him for a while here in the fantasy season, and I was trying my best to exercise patience. And if you know me, you understand that patience, not so much my strong suit. Uh, so uh, with that in mind, let's hope that my patience with Damian Pierce will pay off. Oh, ease Lundy's pain. Please, Damian Pierce, penetrate the end zone. Number three. Ah, numero Trace here on the feed. A five, a countdown. We're going to go kind of off the grid a little bit. And you got to do some digging to find some potential values in the player props market. And I say, wham, 
Bam! And hopefully, thank you to Cam, as in acres, and hopefully it's going to be green acres, on the over seven and a half receiving yards. Yeah, that's a real prop. 7.5 receiving yards uh, against the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. It's going to be downright cold on Sunday in the northern latitudes, in your neck of the woods, too, there, Lundy. And the Rockies got to snow. I saw three to six inches uh, in the greater Denver metro area on Saturday, and that you could have a couple of snowflakes flying in the Denver and Kansas City game. Uh, but with the late kickoff, much of that action is going to be out of the uh, Centennial State. But still, Cam Akers, I love the over on seven and a half receiving yards because you look at Green Bay, they have a lot 6.5 receptions per game and 42.8 receiving yards per game to the running back position. 11 dudes, 11, have gone for at least eight receiving yards against them this season. And Cam Akers' role is starting to ramp up. He's eating more and more into the opportunity and snap share of Alexander Madison. Uh, he had a high as a member of the Minnesota Vikings, 44.8% snap percentage uh, on uh, the last game. And he had ran 10 routes in that contest and that upset victory against San Francisco. Francisco. So I think it's going to be more of the same, nearly split right down the middle in terms of the workload. And he has done this in two or four games as a member of the Minnesota Vikings. So Cam Akers, over seven and a half receiving yards. This could be a single play payday in Green Bay, minus 110 at DraftKings. Lundy, fair to follow. One and done. Oh, I love one and done. Uh, he's gonna, <laughs> My wife does not, by the way, for the record. Really? <laughs> really? Come on, that was a layup. You we, set me uh, up for that. It's a, it's, it's, it's a Friday, Brad. We're supposed to put people <laughs> in a good mood. Uh, we're supposed to. I don't even. I, I. Now I'm at a loss. Now I'm at a loss for words. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna sit here. Uh, and look, uh, my my wife's been gone for four days for a uh, for a work thing. Um, so like the house is a mess. Like we gotta finish this podcast because I just I've absolutely trashed the house while she's been gone i gotta clean shit up dude so uh sure cam Akers, one and done tell you what one catch nine yards we'll just let's just call it right now he's gonna do it on one catch and we will be done uh lundy uh i let me offer you a suggestion uh call yeah. mr clean uh, let him do some pelvic thrusts in your living room and everybody wins clean up the abode for the missus and clean up cam Akers on the silver receiving yards number two all right, numero dos here on the Fade 5 Countdown. Uh, let's go to that snowy Mile High City. And again, much of the snow is going to be out of the way. Uh, the sun could even peak out, but it's still going to be awfully chilly. High of only 25 <laughs> expected on Sunday between the Broncos at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm going to go with a Mile High My Little Pony. And yeah, Denver. Yeah, CR. Yeah, we about to do it with the legs. Russell Wilson, give me the over. And the best line right now in the industry, and it's uh, significantly lower than MGM and DraftKings and even Caesars, is uh, at FanDuel. And the over on 16.5 rush yards is only minus 114. And I say take advantage. I play this number up to 19.5, to be honest, because I think he's got to run for at least 20 yards in this game. Russell Wilson's kind of getting back to what he used to do all the time, and that is being an opportunistic runner occasionally in game action. Remember, he had 31 ground 
yards against Kansas City at Arrowhead in week six. He's been over this uh, number consistently, uh, three straight games, a matter of fact, and four or seven times this season. He's averaging 3.3 rush attempts per game, 24.4 rush yards per game. But this is the most important fact that you need to note. Kansas City is number two in the National Football League in pocket pressure percentage. It's a lot of P's at 28.7%. They've allowed three quarterbacks, including Wilson, to go over this number, and they're giving up specifically 18.1 rush yards per game to the gunslinger position. So to pull it all together, Russell Wilson over 16 and a half rushing yards against Kansas City. And brrr, quite chilly, mile high, minus 114 at FanDuel. Uh, Lundy, you got to warm me up. Vader, follow. Uh, I'm going to follow on this one because Russ has had to do it because the offense is so anemic. Um, so every yeah. now and then he's had to take off on his own. Uh, true story. Uh, uh, got family coming in uh, to oh. go to this to go to this game uh, on Sunday. Um, really disappointed that the family didn't want to come in um, against the Packers when it was 75 um, and instead decided to come into town when it's going to be 25. The other hilarious part about what's happening on Sunday is on Monday of this week, the high was forecasted to be 38 Mm. with like with like a dusting of snow. And just every day that has passed this week, it has gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. Um, and I actually am a total wimp, uh, when it comes to the cold, uh, I can handle the heat. I can handle the humidity. You put me in the cold and I turn into a whiny three-year-old. So, uh, this is going to be pretty interesting, uh, on Sunday as I literally freeze my jewels off, take this prop for Russ. And I will tell you right now, if you're looking to parlay it, if you're looking to make a same game parlay out of this one, uh, you know, take him for the 15 plus or whatever alt line they will give you because he will scramble and he will get this done. Uh, if I remember correctly, last weekend is over under, was it 19 and a half? Yep. He had, he had a 21 yard run. He did it. It was a one and done prop for him. So do it again this weekend because he's going to do it based on how this offense is. He's going to have to. Uh, Lundy, tape a couple of hand warmers to the inner thigh, and you'll thank me later. Layer up, my friend! Go, Russell Wilson! Go! Number one. All right, numero uno here on the Fade Five. Breaking out the sledgehammer. I'm going to post this in written form as well on the X at Noisy Cuevos. Uh, I've already written it. I'm probably going to get that up, that uh, scribbling, that scrawling sometime on Saturday. And it's on Zay Flowers over. I grabbed at 54 and a half receiving yards. It's up to 55 and a half receiving yards in the Sonoran Desert, taking on the Arizona Cardinals. It is still way too low and a minus 115 juice. They're at BetMGM. Zippity doo da zay. He is about to have himself quite the day. Oh, all kinds of rhymes, all kinds of bars here on the Fade 5 podcast against Zona. Uh, and the reason is simple. Uh, he's going to get Marco uh, Wilson primarily in coverage. No DB is more generous uh, than Wilson in terms of yardage allowed to the opposition this season. He's also given up 79.6 in terms of catch rate and a 132.3 pass rating. It is indeed the definition of mother of all matchups, and I think Flowers will take advantage. Uh, Arizona's collective uh, has also allowed the most wide receiver yards uh, to the opposition, 8.15 pass yards per attempt. And you look at Zay specifically, 
Man, he's getting a lot of separation. He is so slick. He is so savvy as a route runner. Number 14, an average yards of separation per target as tracked by playerprofiler.com. He's getting a 28 flat percent target rate as well. So a healthy workload. And he has been over this prop in five games this year. What other evidence do you need? Zay Flowers got to go off. Down there in the desert against Arizona. Give me the over 55.5 receiving yards. Minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, my number one play of the day. Do you fade or do you follow? Well, I'm going to follow just because I'm in a good mood. After Thursday, I'll be honest, I'm in a good mood. Thursday night football. Good. Thursday night hockey was not so friendly to us. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, Thursday night football was nice to me. I feel like maybe, maybe, just maybe. It's going to be one of those good weekends in the NFL, so I'm going to follow. I'll take the over on the yards. There's actually quite a few receivers that I like for the over uh, in their totals uh, coming up this weekend. So uh, Zay Flowers is definitely one of them. I had him jotted down long before we put together today's pod, so uh, I definitely like this one. I think he's pushing 60. Yeah, he's going to smell like a bouquet of roses. And, oh, can you smell that in the air, Lundy? I can. It's bonus time. Uh, Whether on the junior circuit, uh, the senior circuit, maybe the NHL, the NBA on a Friday. uh, I don't care. Pick your poison, my friend. What else you got on the betting board this weekend starting tonight? Uh, Let's get to this evening. Yesterday was wild. In the NHL, there were four shutouts yesterday wow four shutouts including the avs losing four to nothing uh to sydney not so much the kid crosby and he uh they absolutely they made the abs look stupid um last night so yeah uh shut out there um but when we're looking to the action for this evening i will leave the college football uh, uh game to you i'll let you have some fun with that uh but we do have six games on the ice for this evening and i've got uh three different plays for you that we can do um first of all screw you boston uh, people were tweeting at me last night about this one, too. If you remember, yesterday we had Boston minus one and a half. Uh, Boston was winning uh, three to one with less than two minutes to go and managed to lose in overtime. Oh, my goodness. To, to Anaheim. What the fuck was that? Uh, anyway, I don't know what the hell happened there, but that, that just pissed me off. Uh, we're going right back to the well, though. Uh, two teams that I think are going to win it. Uh, by at least two goals. Let's talk about Carolina there at home against San Jose. Both the Canes and the Sharks are on the second night of a back-to-back, but San Jose lost to Tampa last night 6-0. Uh, that's how bad the Sharks are. I told you we're picking on the Sharks all season long, so I'm going to pick on them again. Take Carolina minus one and a half. Package that together with the Vegas Golden Knights at home against Connor Bedard uh, and the Chicago Blackhawks. I will lay the puck line with Vegas as well on the minus one and a half. You put those two together, plus 201 over at DK. One of the things I like to pay attention to on the goal in the first 10 is actually, one, it's teams that lean into it, and two, it's when we've got teams that are on a back-to-back because you're mm. talking about a backup goaltender, etc. so you're watching that one. I've got a couple of ways that you can play this one. Buffalo and New Jersey, yes, on the gift. That one is taking place uh, just off the turnpike, and then package that one together with San Jose and Carolina that I was just talking about. Both of those teams on the second night of a back-to-back. So from a goaltender standpoint, I think something leaks through in the first 10 minutes. If you put both of those together on the yes gift, it is a plus 140 at DraftKings. And then if you want to get crazy with the cheese whiz, the other one that I like 
Oddly enough, because last year you didn't really want to do this with Minnesota, but I'm kind of feeling this one. Minnesota is on the road taking on the Caps. The Wild are on the second night of a back-to-back. They lost last night to Philly 6-2. to uh, And if you recall, that was an upset pick that I gave you. Uh, Philly was even money, uh, and we took them, and they won with ease. Uh, if you add Minnesota and Washington on a yes gift to that same two leg that I just gave you, that bumps it up to a plus 290. So I would play that one. Just uh, I'd sprinkle a small bet on there because I do think we're going to see a goal in the first 10 in all three of those contests. Then speaking of scoring, how about this one? Team total for you here. All right. On the ice, plus 141 is your payday. I need the aforementioned Carolina Hurricanes to put up at least four against San Jose. That should be a piece of cake. Give me Vegas to chalk three up against the Blackhawks and give me the Devils to put three on the board against Buffalo. New Jersey for three or more, Vegas for three or more, Carolina for four or more. Put that one together again, team totals up to plus 141. I love tonight for the Rangers to have the lead at the end of the first five. First five money line for the Rangers, though, but it is juiced to minus 175. So I am throwing that one out there for you. Pair it with whatever you want. Some other single leg that you like, put it together with that one. But if you look at what Eovaldi has done here in the postseason over the course of the first five innings and compare that to Gallon, it's night and day. Um, Eovaldi Eovaldi has been shutting fools down the first two times through the road through the order um and so i think texas it this could be like two nothing i mean hell it could be one nothing but i think texas is going to have the lead at the end of the first five but it's juiced to high heaven so go pair it with something else take your pick i don't care what you do i just really like texas on the first five for the money line and then looking at a couple other i told you i like a couple of guys in terms of their receiving props love christian kirk to go oh yes over Brad, I saw it at 53 and a half, but I don't know if that's still where it is or not, or if it's it came down spot. to 52 and a half in a couple of Perfect. months. And most importantly, here's what you do take the over as well on receptions, which yes. is just four and a half. Yeah, I, I love Christian Kirk in this matchup uh, against Pittsburgh coming up this weekend. Yes, I know it's on the road, but I still love him uh, for that one. And who else was I talking about that I wanted to jump on from a receiving standpoint? Oh, uh, Nico Collins. Yes! Uh, give me Nico to go over as well in the matchup that he has on the road against Carolina, one of the early games. So Christian Kirk... Play it however you want. You can play yeah. it solo. You can put it with receptions. You can make it part of an SGP. You can do whatever. And I again, I like Nico Collins as well. Two of my favorite receiver props for this weekend. I'll have more on the spreadsheet, but we're already rocking and rolling on today's pod. So I want to turn things over to you, Brad. Take it over. Yeah, and I'll put a cherry on top of the Sunday. Uh, Nico Collins, take it up in the alt-line market to 70 or more yards at DraftKings plus 145. He's already Beautiful. done that a handful of times this year, and it's a sensational paper matchup against Dante Jackson, who's given up a 146.3 passer rating to his assignments in that Carolina secondary. And honestly, I need some receiver love because right now Mike Evans and I are not on speaking terms because I needed that son of a bitch to get to 40, and he finished at 30. Nine. Oh, folks, I missed out on not one, but two same game parlays last night by that one stinking yard.
Yeah, and I got Stephon Diggs by one sinking yard, hitting 70 yards on the alt-line threshold needed. So the opposite direction for me. Sorry, Lundy. Uh, that's why tequila was invented. Uh, let's go to the Team Ramos parlay play of the day. And we're going to keep this to a simple two-legger. Uh, Christian Kirk, uh, again, Lundy and I, very symbiotic here. I took the over four and a half receptions. I'm not going to give you uh, really an additional insight other than just take advantage of Shandone Sullivan out of the slot, who's given up a 63.6 catch rate, 111. 7.2 pass rangers assignments. Kirk is going to be the apple of Trevor Lawrence's eye. And then on the late night tip, uh, Sunday night football, give me DJ Moore over four and a half receptions. Catch of the rock from Super Bajant, man. Uh, Tyson and Bajant in that game. Uh, Moore has done this in five or six contests this year. Doesn't matter who is under center. Uh, he's got to take advantage, especially against the L.A. Chargers, who are second to last in the NFL to EPA pass defense and uh, number 31 as well in EPA per play defense. And he gets some Asante Samuel in coverage, who's allowed a 70% catch rate to his assignment. So Kirk over four and a half catches. DJ Moore, same thing, over four and a half catches. Oh, look at that juicy plus 218. Again, on that simple two-legger available there at DraftKings. All right, before we go back to some NFL action, uh, I'm going to feature a couple of picks in the World Series. I'll just take the Rangers on the run line at plus 125 at BetMGM. I think they're going to win this sucker by two or more runs. They're the best offense in baseball. Zach Gallen has struggled and struggled mightily on the road in the regular season, four-plus ERA, and the postseason and 12 innings pitch away from the desert, seven earned runs. I think uh, Texas is a really good shot at scoring probably six, seven runs tonight. Uh, the other uh, side of this I like is a little SGP. I just see these guys to get a hit. Lourdes Guriel to get a hit and Marcus Simeon to get a hit. Uh, Guriel, 7 for 18 lifetime against Ivaldi. Uh, he's gotten a hit in 9 of 12 postseason games and in the regular season, 2 for 6 against the Texas Rangers. Uh, then meanwhile, Simeon, Five for eight lifetime against Zach Gallen has uh, really teed off against him. Seven to twelve, he has gone over seven to twelve games in the postseason. Yeah, he's only batting a buck ninety-two with the postseason, but we just need a single and we're good. And he was three for seven in the regular season against the Diamondbacks. So Guriel gets a hit. Sammy gets a hit. Plus one oh five there at Bet MGM. Uh, let me give an NBA play. Cade uh, Cunningham SGP. Uh, in a game in which uh, could be the first, like, 125 wins against the Charlotte Hornets, all Cunningham. I need 18 or more points, five-plus assists, two or more made threes. Those three events occur, plus 110. And he did that in game numero uno of the season. It's not like Charlotte is going to be an outstanding defensive club. And, again, one of the more high-possession teams in the league are the Hornets and to the Detroit Pistons, who Kate Cunningham represents. So I like that SGP quite a bit. All right, back to the NFL gridiron. Uh, Tyler Lockett, give me the under on 43 and a half receiving yards uh, against the Cleveland Browns. It's all about taking advantage of the matchup against Denzel Ward, who's only allowed a 50% catch rate to his assignments this season, under 12 yards per catch as well. Cleveland, number one, EPA pass defense, and Lockett's been under this in three games this year, I don't think he escapes the 30s uh, in this matchup. Uh, number 72 yards per catch rank at 10.7 on the season. Number 71 in Yak and number 52 in dot. So not exactly stretching the field. So under on Tyler Lockett receiving yards. Isaiah 
Pacheco, or as uh, Brandon Funson calls him, Pacheco, because uh, he's certainly paying the bills on the over-receiving yards uh, in those uh, snowy and cold conditions in Denver. It's, uh, again, 15 and a half. That's it. That's all the number is. Uh, he is crushing this pretty much every single week. He's done it in five or seven games. He's got at least 28 receiving yards in four or seven games. Number four in yards per route run. He's uh, averaging 11.2 routes run per game with the Broncos are giving up 6.7 receptions per game and 55 flat receiving yards per game just to running backs. 11 RBs have got at least 16 receiving yards against them. Pacheco will add his name to the list. And last and certainly not least, Kyle Pitts. I'm taking the over on receiving yards at number at a very viable 33 and a half against the Tennessee Titans. Look, you can't run on the Titans but he can certainly throw on him. Desmond Ritter is going to have to work that, uh, what is a water pistol? It's not nowhere near a howitzer, but he's going to work the arm. Uh, so loosen and lather up, my friend. Uh, Pitts, 6.3 targets per game. He is number one among tight ends and deep ball targets. Number one in dot average, uh, uh, average depth of target. Number one in total air yards. He's averaging 11.9 yards per catch. He's been over this prop in five or seven games. Tennessee is giving up 45.8 receiving yards per game at the time in position i think he hits at least 40 in this matchup against the titans i'm out of breath we are out of time here on the feed a five a podcast skin lundy i'm telling you inner thigh brother just tape that hand warmer there and uh your your jewels will be nestled very nicely well, yeah, but and then warm. when i yeah but then when i go to take it off it's it's ah, kelly clarkson uh, well, yeah, there is that. Uh, well, maybe you want to shave that area uh, before you apply well, no, the hand water. No, I, I'm not shaving. I can, that. I can come over and help you. Yeah, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> a drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy our shenanigans here on the Fade Five podcast. It helps us out immensely. Also, Fade or follow us. Follow Lundy on the X, where he's always giving it to you with a free spreadsheet. Picks all of his hockey action. Uh, that he didn't uh, utter here on the podcast. You can find on that uh, device at Nate Lundy on that platform as well. At Noisy Cuevos, I do the same damn thing. For the wonderful uh, Nathaniel Lundy, who is going to be oh so chilly here in just a matter of time. As always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Bartender, pour me a drink.